to Waking Oz with Sue and Deirdre, a podcast for women who want to step out, reclaim themselves, and create their most kick-ass life. Today's episode of 12 Roads to Oz is called Give Me a Break, (laughs) allowing yourself time to recharge. We all know ways we can recharge, but allowing ourselves that time, giving ourselves that permission can sometimes be a challenge. So today is about being kind to yourself. Simply said, we're calling itself Give Yourself Grace. Yeah, Sue, we all deserve grace, especially right now. So, you know, what does that mean? I I think it means that we need to relax our standards and not expect perfection because we're all living under very difficult circumstances. We're trying to work from home. In many cases, homeschool our kids, do everything remotely, social distance, stay away from our friends and family, and also cook, clean, exercise, and keep up with the constantly changing news cycle. Anything else? (laughs) So to say that it can be overwhelming is, it's just a gross understatement. It's near impossible. Let's be honest about it. I think that's the first thing is that we just have to be honest about all of this. And Deirdre, it's a pet peeve of yours. It's a pet peeve of mine. The people who play perfect, who pretend that they have every it all figured out that their life is running completely smoothly. We've done entire podcasts on this topic. It doesn't do anyone good for you to pretend that everything is perfect because you're lying to yourself and you're putting pressure on your friends and other people to achieve a pretty much unattainable standard because not nobody and nothing is perfect. Right. And I think being honest is the most important first step because we're all treading water most days. And I think especially now during a pandemic and, you know, when I talk to my friends, it's very rare that a friend says, wow, I've had a perfect day. You know, they're like, no, today at work was crazy. Today at home is crazy. You know, so I think it's okay. We need to find opportunities to share our struggles with each other, um, you know, to laugh about the crazy stuff that's happening and Mm -hmm. to connect socially in creative ways. I I know, you know, every morning I take a walk and, um, you know, downtown, I talk to one friend and coming back, I talk to another friend. And honestly, those conversations with Doris and Jenny are like my saving grace. And I, I think, you know, whether it's having a car coffee day, outdoor walks, outdoor dining, you know, as it gets warmer, thank God, socially distant backyard fire pits, whatever works so that you can connect and let off some steam. I think when we spend time with other women and they say, you know what, today was just really challenging for me. It allows us to feel like we can share that with them. Yeah. And I think, Deirdre, you know, one of the things we have to do is just keep it simple right now. um, You know, if life is a little less structured, if you're relaxing your normal rules or routine, that's okay. We need to give ourselves permission to have life be a little messy. And again, we've talked about this. We've done whole podcasts on You know, a messy life is generally a full and happy life. But, you know, right now, during the pandemic, life is going to be even messier than normal. Even post-pandemic, I think some of that stuff will still be okay. And maybe it's a better way to live, frankly. And I think, you know, this is challenging for me, but I think it's so important to ask for help when you need it. And to say no to things when you're just feeling overwhelmed. And I don't know about you, Sue, but for me, saying no is challenging. You know, I'm definitely 
somebody who's like, sure, I can do more. Yeah, I'll say yes, I can do this. But I think, you know, you need to listen to yourself. And if, as you're saying yes, you're already feeling overwhelmed, (laughs) you probably should be saying no. Right. And I think too, and I've been learning this as I've been recovering, as you know, from cancer surgery, is that you have to listen to your body. You know, we have this weird misconception, I think, sometimes that if we take a nap in the middle of the day, then we're being lazy. Or if we take time for ourselves and we're being selfish, it's not. You're not being lazy or selfish if you take a nap or a walk or if you stay in your pajamas all day. Can I, I'm, I have a true confession for you. You ready? Yes. It is four o'clock on a Friday afternoon. I am still in my pajamas. This is I true. I think that's Okay. I'm in sweatpants, but it's not really pajama pajamas, but it's pretty damn close. I am in gray sweatpants, baggy sweatpants and a Martha's Vineyard like stained sweatshirts that I've been in all day. And I went back to work this week, but I, I'm working from home. I'm broadcasting the, the radio show from home. So nobody sees me. And so this has been my attire all day. And you know what? I, I have just come around to being okay with it. Well, we were actually, I was talking to my best friend about this, you know, what it's going to be like when we go back to actually wearing pants. You mean structured pants, dear? Yes. Like I wear the, I wear three pairs of black leggings in rotation. Mm-hmm. And when I have a big meeting at work, I have a really nice sweater I wear. And if it's warm, I have a really nice shirt I wear. And then the rest of the time I wear a fleece or a sweatshirt. I've been wearing these same three black leggings for like a year. Yeah. It's funny you say that because my husband now and I have this running joke because I have a pair of black sweatpants and a pair of gray sweatpants that I've basically been rotating for the last one that I have surgery uh, mid-February. So for the last month, I've been rotating them. So, you know, it's like, I'll take a shower and put one of the clean pairs on. And he's like, hmm, the black sweatpants today? <laughs> How fancy. And I'm Are like, you dressed up for the weekend? <laughs> and if I put a sweater on, even with the sweatpants, that's sort of like getting dressed. And right. it's just my, and it's, you know what? I have to be okay with it right now. I mean, even if you're not going through surgery, um, recovery, like I am, I mean, sometimes it's just okay. I mean, I happen to be, you know, in a place where it's, I, I feel like it's really okay. Cause I kind of have an excuse, but who cares? And especially right now, no one cares. It's fine. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's about taking care of yourself, you know, yeah. whatever you are comfortable wearing, doing it, you need to do it. And I think you also part of that is reaching out to people and asking them to help you and remembering, you know, you're not the only cog in the wheel. You're Mm, not the only one in your office. You're not the only one at home. You're not the only one who can keep things afloat and, you know, just let other people do things and delegate a little bit. And it might, you know, as we've said, it might not turn out exactly the way you'd like it to, but it'll be fine if somebody else picks up some of the slack for a while. Yeah. And I've had to, as I go through this recover, I've had to really sort of swallow my pride because I've always been the type of person that is a doer, doer, doer. And and in fact, you know, overdoes it most of the time. And, you know, my mom always says, Susan, you're burning the candle at both ends. That's her favorite thing to say to me. That is Um, so funny because my mother says the same thing to me. My mother will say, 
I, aren't you really tired? No, Sam, I'm yeah. fine. I think you're tired. No, nope, pretty sure I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom is the same. And she's always like, you need to rest. You need to rest. You need to rest. And she's right. You know, in the past, even before this, I didn't rest enough. And I think this has taught me that you do have to listen to your body. You do have to take a step back sometimes. And you do have to allow yourself the grace of saying, you know what? It's okay. It's okay to just take for yourself what you need. It makes you happier and healthier and it makes the people around you happier and healthier. And I know you've had similar experiences, but you and I don't, we have type A personalities. So it's, it's not easy for anybody to do it, let alone somebody like us who, you know, we're a little over the top. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's equally important to pay attention to your mental well-being, which I think when you're just going, 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 often we don't stop to do that. We don't stop to say, are you okay? You know, not just physically, but but mentally, because mental health absolutely is impacting our overall health. And, you know, I think now, thankfully, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So I think as more people get vaccines, as it gets warmer, as we can connect with people more, it is easier for people to be more optimistic. But I think just in life in general, there are so many things that you can do to nurture your mental health. I think we often don't do that. You know, we just keep going and going. You know, I think one of the things people always suggest, and, and I have to say this, I'm not great at this, but, um, and I don't think you are either, but getting <laughs> enough sleep. Yeah, um, I know. And I mean, I have a weird schedule because I do morning radio and I get up at, you know, 3.30 or 4 in the morning. So it's a, a super challenge for me. But I think for everybody, I mean, I think most people, don't get the recommended eight hours of sleep a night. I think, you know, most of us are lucky to get six, five or six. And as you get older, sometimes it's harder, you know, we're up in the middle of the night and it's hard sometimes to shut off your head. And mm -hmm. I think you just have to do what you have to do. You know, one of the things I did recently, Deirdre, is I got, you know, some people get the apps that are calming. Maybe it'll be nature sounds or, um, you know, whatever it is, but I also got like a little sound machine and it's like white noise, but it sounds kind of like waves in the background. And that's helped yeah, me you a know lot. What? My husband has that, but then I feel like I just have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I can't, the waves are not calming to me. I love. Well, well my husband snores. So it's dual purpose because it also kind of drowns him out. So I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm not great at getting enough sleep. I have my students actually joke with me because they'll say, did you actually correct my exam at three in the morning? I'll say, yes, I did. Um, oh, God. I think back to what you said before, I have learned as I'm working from home that sometimes I do need to take an afternoon nap, which I never did. But if you're up from three to five in the morning correcting exams, mm -hmm. you're pretty tired at four in the afternoon. Yeah. So I'm OK with that. You know, I'm okay with that. Um, I think also eating well, and I feel like, um, you know, for me working from home, I have had more time to be intentional about what I, I've been eating, which I think is good. Um, you know, I was so busy pre-pandemic. I often was going through drive-throughs and eating fast foods and eating a sandwich on the run. So I think that actually has been a positive mm -hmm. um, that I've had more time. Um, I think exercising and I think exercising honestly can be just a walk for me. I know I've talked a little bit about this on the podcast, but 
I take a three or four mile walk every day, honestly, is sanity for me. I'm outside, I'm talking with friends. I, you know, and it sometimes, depending how fast I walk, takes me an hour and 20 minutes, but I'm outside. I'm, I do it in the morning. So it's sort of a way to wake up. I go get a coffee and it really has changed my whole perspective going into each day, taking this walk. I mean, unless it's, you know, below zero, I'm out there doing it. And I was not a walker. You know, this has been sort of a new thing for me. Yeah, I walk a lot. I haven't been able to recently walk the distances, but I also walk a lot. And it, it is true. It, it's helpful for your physical well-being because it's exercise and it's helpful for your mental well-being. If you walk with a friend, it's great socialization. If you walk alone, you can just be sort of alone with your thoughts. Um, so it's good mentally and physically. And um, a lot of people aren't comfortable yet going back to the gym. Um, so whatever you need to do, if, it, if even if you're just sitting outside. I mean, just, just doing something that sort of clears your head to me is really important. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we talked about connecting with friends and this, I love, you mentioned Sue, just being realistic about each day, right? Mm -hmm. That some days you're going to get a lot done and some days it's going to feel like you've gotten absolutely nothing done. And maybe what you've gotten done is some extra sleep and some healthy food and connecting with a friend. And right right now that's okay. Like that may be enough, you know? And realize that whatever it is you think you're going to get done in a day, if you get half of it done, you're winning. And, and that's just the way it is. That's the way life is because, you know, life isn't neat and, you know, our days end up having uh, things thrown at us that we can't predict. And, you know, we get interrupted by other things that happen, phone calls and things that come up. So if you get half of what you thought you'd get done in a day, good for you, I say. <laughs> and I think finding time every day to laugh, you know, we have very intentionally every night, um, my mom and John and I, we watch something funny right before we go to bed. Yeah. And I often think of my, my Papa Joe, who was my mom's dad, and he was probably the happiest person I've ever known. And he used to say, you know, 95% of life is funny. Yeah. And I think, thank God at the beginning of, you know, this whole pandemic, if it were not for Shit's Creek, I don't think we would have made it. Like, yeah. We, Every night, that was like our 20, 25 minutes of just laughing together before we went to bed. And it does, you know, it puts you in a different mood for even being able to go to sleep, I think. I was so sad when that series ended. So sad. We loved every minute of it. Yeah, it was just, it was light. I mean, it's what I do for a living. I talk on the radio, but what we do on the morning show is exactly that. We sort of make light of our everyday activities and give people a little bit of a reprieve from, you know, the heaviness of life. Mm -hmm. And if you really think about what we all, and it's universal, like we all share so much of the same experiences and so much of it is absurd. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. can just laugh about it. And uh, I agree with you. So, you know, I think that the bottom line is that we just need to relax and accept that life is imperfect, that we are imperfect. And I have to tell you, Deirdre, that my mom just sent me a book. It just came in the mail yesterday. And it's a book that you can literally read in 10 minutes. 
but it gives you perspective. It's actually called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. I have heard it is amazing. It's amazing. It's now, I'll let you borrow it because I've already read it. It's now a bestseller on Amazon. It's by a British author named Charlie Mackesee. And it's described as a tale about love, friendship, and kindness. A very quick and uplifting read. And it's beautifully illustrated. I guess the author used to do illustrations as well. I think he he's done all the illustrations himself. And it's just a beautiful book. And the author describes it in this way in the intro. And I love it. He says, their adventures, meaning the, the boy, the mole, the fox, the horse, their adventures happen in springtime where one moment snow is falling And the sun shines the next, which is also a little bit like life. It can turn on a sixpence. And I got to read you a little. Do you mind if I read you a little excerpt? um, No. One of the, okay, pages. Um, So the boy's riding the horse. And uh, sometimes, said the horse, sometimes what? Asked the boy. Sometimes just getting up and carrying on is brave and magnificent. Oh. Yeah. And then they and then they come upon a a pond and you see these two beautiful swans. And he says, how do they look so together and perfect? Asked the boy. Oh, there's a lot of frantic paddling going on beneath, said the horse. The great illusion, said the mole, is that life should be perfect. So it's what we were talking about. You see these beautiful swans and they look like they're just gliding across the water. But in reality, they're paddling like mad underneath the water. So he's like, look, it's an illusion that life is perfect. We're all, you know, treading water. And then at the end, it says, what's your best discovery? Asked the mole that I'm enough as I am, said the boy. And then he sort of ends it with some some additional thoughts, but it gives you goosebumps. It's very simple. And it's just, like I said, very quick read and it's illustrated beautifully, but you're just like, oh my God, this is, it's gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, I can't wait to read it. And I, I think you're right. You know, we're all sort of like those swans paddling frantically underneath. And I, I think, you know, people may look at someone and say, wow, they've got it all together. And the truth is they are paddling just as frantically as the rest of us. And I think it's important to let people see you paddling and maybe to ask people for a life jacket and laugh about it. You know, I'm sinking a little here. (laughs) Um, And I think, you know, sometimes you just need to paddle in circles. Who cares? And you're going nowhere, but you're still above the water. You know what I mean by that? I mean, I think this is the best analogy. When I saw the swan analogy in the book, it so resonated with me. Because I was like, yes, this is what we're talking about. And I feel like we're so close. We're, you know, we're we're all going to be okay. The pandemic is almost over. And I think, you know, we just need to take care of ourselves and be optimistic. You know, we're, we're almost there. And I think, you know, in the meantime, find joy in the little things, because I think that is what's so important. And, you know, I'm struck, I was able to see Maggie last week. And, um, you know, we spent one day where we just walked and biked and hiked and, you know, ate good food. And it was so nice. Yeah. And for people listening who don't know, Maggie is Deirdre's youngest daughter who lives out in California. She's an aspiring. Well, she is an actress. She's an actress. Yeah, she's Uh, an actress actress and a director. Slash director, slash screenwriter, slash, you know, she's just Miss 
I don't know. She's missed everything, but um, yeah. I mean, you came back and I feel like, what was it? Six days that you were out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like even when I spoke to you, you were recharged. And I think, you know, what's interesting is usually with Maggie, we do 23 things in a day, but obviously, you know, everything's closed. So just, we spent a lot of time just walking and biking and talking and watching movies. And, you know, it was a very simple visit and it was so nice. Yeah. Simple is, is the new, I don't know. What would you say? You know how they always say like orange is the new black. Simple Simple is is the the new normal. normal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on the the same way, like simple is the new normal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess uh, what we're saying is to give yourself a break this week. Um, Why don't we dare people to do that? Just give yourself a break and maybe give us a break by sharing our podcast and liking our (laughs) Facebook page. We're trying to grow our audience to a thousand. So we need your help. Here I am. See, I'm asking for help. Good for you. Yes. I'm asking for the life jacket. No, it's not. Yes, we wish you all a relaxing week and we hope that you are safe and well. Please join us next Thursday for another episode of 12 Roads to Oz on the Waking Oz podcast. We'll see you then. 